Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daphyomi. <coughs> My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat Daftet Amud Bet at the second Mishnah of the first parak of Shabbat at the very top of the Amud. And uh, as promised, now the Mishnayot go in the order of preparation for Shabbat, beginning with things that one should not engage in before Shabbat starts. Uh, and it's prefaced with this Mishnah, which serves as a general statement, presents things that one should not engage in um, on, a, on a regular basis in the afternoon without, uh, if he has not yet said Mincha, because it may lead to him not having time or, or forgetting to say Mincha. So a person should not sit down in front of the barber. Um, if it's close to Mincha, we'll see what that means, until he says Mincha. And a person should not go into a bathhouse, which is a very elaborate process. If he's a tanner, to go into his tannery. To eat, or to sit down into a court case. But if they already started, and the assumption here is that they started before the time, then they do not have to interrupt to daven. We do interrupt to say Shema, but not for Tefillah, which is of something that we already mentioned, and in the next podcast we'll address the end of the Mishnah. So the first question of the Gemara is, Hey, Samuch Mincha. Close to which Mincha are we talking about? If you mean close to Mincha Gdola, Mincha Gdola is from half an hour after midday until the end of the day. That's a long span. Samuch Mincha would mean from midday on. So am I low? Why can't you engage in these activities? We got lots of time during the day to say mincha. It must be close to minchak tanah. Minchak tanah is the time which usually the korban mincha, the tamid shemanabim was brought, which is what we call nine and a half hours. Meaning, if you were to take midday to sunset and split that time in half. Half an hour after that time is minchak tanah. So on a day when the sun rises at six and sets at six, we'd be talking about three thirty in the afternoon. So minchilo ein mafsikin. So if they started, then they don't have to break. That sounds like an opposer of Shuban Levi's ruling. Once zman tefilah has come, that means minchak tanah. You're not allowed to taste anything, which means if you're in the middle of a meal, you got to stop and daven before you continue your meal. And here we said in Mafsikin. So we'll go back to our first read, which is it's Minchagdola. We're talking not about a simple haircut, but a very fancy haircut. Ben Alase was a coin gadol, and he had a very fancy haircut that happened every day. Or it happened on a regular basis. What means the whole Milton Merchatz, the entire process of the uh, of the bathhouse with the sweat lodge and everything else. Vlola Bursiki, a tannery, the Bursiki doll, talking about a huge factory. Vlola Chob, a banquet. Vlola Din means Bitchilatin, to start a court process which could take hours. He said, No, we're talking about a regular haircut. And gonna be a regular bathhouse, etc. And the chatchila mylo yeshev. So why shouldn't you sit down to regular haircut? Gzera, gzera shemi shavera zug. Maybe the scissors will break, and you'll be held and waiting there. You can't get up. You're in the middle, and it could take hours. Vlolemerchatz lazirvalm. It could be just going into perspired shvitz. The chatchila mylo. So why can't you do it? The chatchila. And the answer is shemi yit alfe. Gzera shemi yit alfe. Maybe you'll faint. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it'll take hours till you recover. Velo Bursiki, 
could just be going in to check your business. Why not? Maybe you'll see that there's losses. You'll get involved in trying to recoup your losses, figure out where the losses went, and how your business is not doing well, and you'll forget Mincha. It could be a regular meal. Why not? Because a meal can suddenly become a longer meal. It could even be talking about sitting down to uh, just uh, issue a psak. So why shouldn't you sit down? Because maybe somebody will see an argument that will throw everything back to the beginning and you have to process it. Which means, he's saying this is Mincha Gedola, and yes, indeed, you have lots of time. Uh, Rabbi Levi is not affected by this because his position is only about Mincha Tana. And if it's, let's say, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you shouldn't sit down to the barber because it could be that something will break and you'll end up being there all afternoon, etc. Now, what is called, what, what is the definition or the parameter of the beginning of a haircut? Meaning, at what point do we say, if you've already started, you don't have to interrupt, what's called starting? The minute they put the, the, the apron on, or the bib on, uh, that, that barbers put on, so your hair doesn't get in your clothes. What's the beginning of a bathhouse? When you take your outer garment off. What's the mean of Bursiki? He'd put some sort of an apron on um, between his shoulders. In other words, all of these are about either getting dressed or undressed for the occasion. So when is the beginning of a meal? It's interesting, Rav is in Bavel, but evidently he's speaking to Talmudim from Eretz Yisrael and saying, from the moment that you wash your hands for the meal. Rabbi Hanina, who's of course in Eretz Yisrael, is talking to his students from Bavel. We'll see this in a minute. It says, Mishiatir Chagorat. The minute that you loosen your belt. Velo Pligi, and they're not disagreeing. Halan v'halahu. Meaning, we in Bavel wear a belt all day, and we loosen it for the meal. They in Eretz Yisrael don't, so for them the beginning of the meal is when you wash. So our colleagues in Bavel, if you hold Filat Avit Rashut, which we dealt with, remember, in Brachot and Dav Chavchet, the minute that you loosen your belt, we don't make him get up and put his belt on at any point. You're already finished. If you happen to Dammar, you're fine, but it's not Chovah. But according to the one who said Chovah, do we force you to get up in the middle of the meal and put your belt on? Which everybody agrees is an obligation. We don't interrupt the meal from Incha. said that means from the time that you loosen your belt. So the answer is, one answer is that in a meal in the afternoon, it's not likely you're going to get drunk. So probably when you finish, you'll be able to have Mincha. But in Arvit, in an evening meal, it's possible you'll have some more wine, so you better stop now and say Mariv. The other possibility is Mincha, everybody's watching their watch when it's sunset. They're going to hurry and finish. He's on guard, he's not going to blow it. Arvit, Kevin, Lechulalele, he's on Arvit, since you could have Mariv all night. You're not going to be so scared, and then you may, may actually blow it. Matkov Shesh Rav Shesh challenges me. Chuto Mesar Hamenei. What is a big deal to tie up your belt? Tie up your belt. What's a big deal? But Leiko Echavilitz Achavilitz Thir. And on the other hand, get up and down without the belt on. The answer is Shem Shemar Yikon Likrat Elorach Yisrael. This is a pasuk we're going to do a little bit more with now. You should prepare to greet God. 
which means you have to prepare yourself and dress properly, and if you've loosened the belt for the meal, you should tighten it to Davin. Ralabar of Huna, now we're going to hear some examples of this. Rami Puzmaki Umatsli, he would put on these kind of um, big socks that were sort of like, almost like shoes. He put them on for davening. He threw his turban off and held his hands together, rubbing them. I've got a different approach. You've got to look like a slave in front of a master. You don't dress up fancy. The opposite. You humble yourself. I saw This is sort of a resolution to that. When the world was in trouble, when things were bad, it's like a slave in front of a master. When things were good, he would get dressed, put on fancy clothes, put on something nice. So he got to greet God. So both of them are viable, and it might depend on what's going on. Rav saw that Rav Hamnuna, who was a teacher of his, was uh, dominant for a long time. Are you ignoring which is Talmud Torah and involving yourself in in temporal issues, which is Tefillah? What's our Hamnuna's position? Which means, when it's time for Tefillah, you put all your focus in that. And then when it's time for Torah, it's time for that. Rabbi Yirmiyah Yativ Rabbi Yirmiyah was a student of Rabbi in Eretz Yisrael. They were studying together. It got late. It was too late, to, getting late to daven. And Rabbi Yirmiya was kind of pushing to get up and daven to stop the shiur. Rabbi Zera quoted the pasuk to him. Somebody who walks away from hearing Torah, his tefillah is also rejected. So, in other words, if we're learning Torah, we don't interrupt it for that. And that kind of digs into some of the things at the end of the Mishnah. Now, we said the beginning of the haircut is when they put the Apron on, etc. When is the beginning of Din? Rabbi Yirmi of Rabbi Yona. So we have Machloket in Eretz Yisrael. When the Dayanim put on their robes or their tzitzit, the talit. When the litigants start presenting their arguments. Again, they're not disagreeing. If they're in the middle of the Din, they're just picking up where they left off, then that's when the Dayanim in robe. If they are starting anew, then it's when the Balai Din present their arguments. They were sitting between the pillars. We read about this in Brachot. Uh, and they were studying. Every hour they would knock on the door. Is there anybody here as a din? Come on up. They made themselves available for din. Here we have the opposite. They were sitting, judging all day. They started getting weak. They didn't eat. They were. So this Rav uh, Chia um, uh, taught the following lesson. In Parshat Yitro, we read that everybody was standing over Moshe from morning till night for judgment. You think Moshe is sitting in judgment all day? When could he study Torah? And when would he get Torah? Elam Alacha really wasn't from morning till night, but rather teaches you called Dayan Shadan Dina Met Lamito. If you have one judgment that's exactly 100% proper, you have become a partner with God in creation, or Ki'ilu. 
From morning till evening, in creation, there was more evening and there was morning. So the the uh, parallel phrase, even though it's inverted here, indicates that judging is like uh, continuing the process of creation. So you don't need to be sitting there all day. Better to have quality judgment, even if it's not all day. I'm not telling So now that we see that they shouldn't spend all day doing that, they got to eat. How long should they sit in din? To what hour? Till the hour of eating, which we'll see is somewhere between mid-morning and midday. What's the pasuk? Woe to you, the land where your king is a young lad, and your ministers eat early in the morning. It's happy is the land. He's somebody of royalty. And your ministers eat at the proper time. And they eat properly and not drinking. They're eating with the Torah, that's what they've been studying all day, and not with drinking in that early point of the day. So we have this interesting bright uh, that lists different meal times for people. Ludim are almost like cannibals. Uh, they eat at the first hour of the day. Thieves eat the second hour of the day. This is from sunrise. Heirs who are wealthy and don't have to work, they eat at the third hour of the day. Mid-morning. Workers eat at the fourth hour of the day. That's a little bad at mid-morning. Chamishit, the fifth hour, machal kol adam. That's when everybody else eats. Ain't even Rav Papa ve'eats mansud ala kol adam. Rav Papa said the fourth hour is for everybody. Ella, fix it. Ve'eat machal kol adam. Chamishit machal poalim. So the fourth hour is for everybody. The fifth is for workers. And shishit machal tamenichacham. Scholars eat at midday. Mikan va'elech kazorik evan lechemet. Afterwards, it's like throwing a rock into an empty barrel. So there's no point to it. That it's it's only meaningless if you didn't taste anything in the morning. Well, time meeting with Safra. If you had something to eat in the morning, then late on bar, then it's okay to wait until after midday to eat. Interesting statement, which connects with our Mishnah because of the problem of the Merchatz and Tefillah. It says you could daven in a bathhouse. So Meitave, and now we're going to see that there are three different rooms in the in the Merchatz. If you come into a merchatz, the place where everybody's dressed, like the outer rooms, you could study there, you could daven there. And you could certainly greet somebody with the word shalom. We'll see what the significance of that is. You could put on tefillin there. So if you're coming out of the bathhouse, that's the room you can put tefillin back on. And certainly you don't have to take your tefillin off. There's rooms where people are dressed and undressed, like where they're getting dressed. You can greet each other with shalom. But you can't study there, you can't daven there. You don't have to take your tefillin off, but you don't put your tefillin on there. The inner place where they're all naked, you can't greet each other with shalom. You certainly can't study or daven. You have to take your tefillin off. Certainly you can't put them on there. So how could Ravada Barava say you could daven in the Beit HaMerchatz implying even in the inside? He's talking about a case where nobody happens to be there right now. That the rule of a Merchatz is true whether there's people there or not. 
And Beit HaKisei Hashamru, the prohibition of Divrei uh, Torah, etc., in a Beit HaKisei, Alpishen Batsulai, even if there's no feces there, you still can't do it. It's a Beit HaKisei. Elkem Ravada, so Ravada Brava actually meant Pachadati, meant the new, as yet unused, um, bathhouse. And that would mean now in any of the rooms. Vami Ravina. Ravina asked the question. He's been all the Beit HaKisei Mahu. What if you set up a room and you designate it as a Beit HaKisei? Yesh Zimun or Zimun, meaning the designation. Does that make it a Beit HaKisei and you can't dive in there? Or it hasn't been used yet, so you can. And he didn't solve it, so we were Machmir. So doesn't the same rule apply for Merchatz? So if you built a Merchatz, even though you didn't use it yet, it still, it still still be prohibited? No. Maybe Beit HaKisei is different because disgusting, but a Beit HaMerchatz if nobody's ever used it before, it doesn't yet have a din of Meitamerchatz, even if you say Azmanah Miltahi, and you could have in there. And now, Ancham Shilat Shalom, this is the last thing we're going to look at in this podcast. We said that in, inside the inner room, you cannot greet someone with Shalom. Where's that come from? Messiah Rav Hamnuna, Mishmei de Ula. Rav Hamnuna quoted Ula, Da'amar, Asur Adam Shiten Shalom Lachavar Ovet Amerchatz. You're not allowed to give Shalom. It's not just mean greeting, it means use the word Shalom. Why? Mishum Shinemar. So when Kidon, uh, was assured that he wouldn't die, even though he had this interaction with the Malach, he built him his Beach, and because God had given him peace, Vaikralo Adonai Shalom. So one way of reading it is that Gidon called him his Beach Hashem Shalom, as if Shalom is the name of God. Alright, so therefore you're using God's name if you say Shalom. Which, by the way, how we fulfill, I mentioned this day in the Brachot, how we fulfill the Takanat Chachamim to greet each other B'Shem Hashem by saying Shalom Aleichem. So therefore, you can't say trust me or the word trust. God is a trustworthy God. If you think that's true, which is going to lead us to the almost the entire next podcast. You're allowed to say the word trust or belief in So the answer is God's name is not called trust. The Targum of Ayal and Eman is the God who is trustworthy. But here, God's name is called Shalom. So he said, Hashem's name is Shalom. So therefore, that is something you cannot say in the Beit Kisei. Okay, the next podcast is going to be devoted almost exclusively to statements that Rav Mamachsia heard from Rav Chama Guria, who was quoting Rav. And the starting point is what we just said about uh, about the permission to say himnuta betakisei, and that will lead us to this long tangent that will comprise most of the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.